Welcome into Straight Up Sports. I am your host, Devin Alberts. I hope you guys are having a good week so far. I know I am. And we're getting ready for some Missouri eight-man football. We recap week four, then go into week five here and look to see what's going on uh, with this season. I'll say so first for week number four. Uh, just some general thoughts. The top five all took care of business. No, Stanbury didn't play, but they would have handled Osceola pretty easily. Uh, King City says state record for uh, rushing yards allowed. I think it was what negative sixty something with Andy uh, posted there. So really impressive effort for the King City defense over Pattonsburg. Uh, Drexel and EA both won big. So did North Shelby. Uh, Worth County took care of Albany, eighty-four twenty-eight. So we could win in their fourth county. Um, Oric. Um, defensively struggled against Bramer, 90-52 to win for the Bearcats of Oric. Uh, Blake Buchanan had a couple of state records. Uh, he set the state record for rushing touchdowns in a game with 10. I believe he was second in points scored and third in points scored and a half. All those um, records are now on the Mission website, so you guys want to see that. Congratulations to Blake Buchanan for that uh, record-breaking performance, their 90-52 to win. Uh, they will get Jackson Miller, uh, their best linebacker, back this week. That should help defensively when they're playing Northwest Hughesville, which they'll need that uh, going forward in that game. And Bramer, uh, good for them to kind of get things going a little bit and um, able to stick with Oric for a long time in that game is a really big step for that program. Um, Archie Jasper, 28-16 win for Archie. Uh, Jasper's a good team, guys. Uh, they barely lost to Lockwood um, a couple weeks ago in overtime. And then this week they pushed Archie. The game was 0-0 into the third, fourth quarter kind of deal. It was a low-scoring game for a long time. Finally, some scoring broke out late, and Archie was able to win it by a couple of scores. But Jasper is a very good football team, um, and Archie did able to escape with a win, their first of three tough games in a row for the whirlwinds um, before they head into their final uh, part of the season. They also have a tough game in Week 8 when they play Lockwood, I believe. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so they got a couple of – Really interesting games coming up here with LeBlanc and Drexel and Lockwood in three of the next four weeks. Uh, but a big win there for them over Jasper. Um, they needed that win right there. So good job for Jasper also. Kind of showing they can hang with the big dogs in the Wemo with Archie. And they haven't played Drexel yet, but maybe that would be a good game later on this season as well. I don't know. They'll play also in Week 8. So a couple of good games south, south here in a couple of weeks. Um, the other games, uh, LeBlanc struggled a bit with St. Joe Christian. I know... I don't think Reggie Love played in the game. LeBlanc just kind of struggled offensively. They were up 16-0 at halftime. Eventually pulled away for a 44-16 win, but nothing too flash. And that went for LeBlanc. Sorry. And then we have Rockport. They defeated Norway Valley. It was 24-14 early. Norway Valley was winning that game. Then Rockport scored 56 straight points. Able to get a win there. No, Norway Valley was missing a couple guys due to injury, but still a big win for Rockport. To start down like that, and I think they won that game. Um, with the air attack, you don't see that from Rockport a whole lot, but their passing game was working there versus Nottoway Valley, so a good win there for Rockport. Uh, Stewartsville beat Keysville 78-34. Big win for the Wild Cards. They needed that win out of conference a little bit and get things rolling again after taking a week off due to um, not enough players able to play last week and get a win over Keysville. They got Southwest Livingston this week, so a possible winning streak for South for Stewartsville Osborne and possibly get back to 500 for the first time in a while, I believe, there for Stewartsville. Uh, Liberal beat up on Greenfield, 60-14. to 14. Uh, Big win there for Greenfield, for, sorry, for Liberal. Um, Mound City beat up on Southwest Livingston. No big surprise there. Same with North Andrew over Northland Christian. Um, Northwest Hughesville, I was at that game. They beat uh, Knox County, 40-28. to 28. 
Uh, good win for the Mustangs. They needed that a little bit. They're kind of figuring some things out. Dealing with an injury with Tanner Damlo at quarterback. Isaac Nieder's played quite a bit. Their QB, he looked actually pretty decent. Um, so, yeah, it was a weird game. A really long football game for being a lower scoring 20 to 40 to 28 score. Uh, but three full hours kind of get that game um, there. So, big win for Hughesville, Knox County. Um, they're going to be without Rylan Roberts the rest of the year as he had an I think it was a knee injury, so he's done for the season. Uh, really stinks for them because he was a really good at quarterback, really good playmaker, and they were able to move Branson Miller from running back to receiver to slot to in motion. Now he's got to play quarterback for him going forward. So it takes a little bit of their creativity out of their offense, but I really love to see. But they'll still be a tough team. We'll see how they do this week when they play North Shelby and if the Raiders can kind of game plan for that attack. Uh, St. Paul Lutheran defeats Concordia in the battle for Concordia, 52-22. to Good win there for St. Paul. Uh, the upset of the week, Norbert Harden Central at Santa Fe. Santa Fe was undefeated. Norbert Harden Central was winless, and Norbert Harden Central wins 56-46 to in a high-scoring affair. Good win there for the Yankees. A tough loss for the Chiefs. Um, so, yeah, good win for Norbert Harden Central. I was, I was really surprised by that score, but I think maybe they're getting finally healthy a little bit here, and we'll see how they do going forward. And then the closest game of the weekend, South Holt hosting Platte Valley. South Holt won. 20 to 18. In a game where Platte Valley kind of came back and just a two point conversion away. I mean, Platte Valley went 0 for 3 on the two point conversion tries, and South Pole went 1 for 3. And that was the difference in the game right there. Two point conversions are important, especially in close games like that. You need every point that matters. And you got to get those two point tries, just three yards, but they're really three hard, three yard, they're really hard three yards to get. So good win there for South Holt. And I think they're gonna. I think South Holt's the second best team in the 275. They play Rockport here in a few weeks, so that'll be a big test for them. Um, I believe that game may be in week eight. Yeah, week eight there at South Holt. So that'll be a big game for them both. Um, but we'll see what happens going forward. Um, and I think Anthony and I are both going to Worth County's King City this week. We're going up to week five now. Um, and I think we're going to do kind of a – mid-season reaction after the game up in the booth. I'm bringing an extra set of headphones. Uh, that way he can get on the broadcast as well, and we're going to kind of discuss that and kind of see exactly what happened um, in that game or try to. Um, all right, next. Uh, Stanbury-Pattensburg for week number five. I think Stanbury wins this one fairly comfortably, and I'll hold up to talk about there. Drexel Osceola canceled due to COVID with the Osceola program, so Drexel gets a bye week before they get ready for Archie. Next week for probably the Wemo Championship. Uh, number five, Worth County at number two, King City. This is the game that I'm going to, as well as Anthony, as I said there a minute ago. Um, top two runners in the state right now. Alex Reinhardt for Worth County and Parker Muff for King City. Uh, Reinhardt, 822 yards through four games, averaging 205 a game, while Muff has 699, which is second place in the state. 175 yards per game is where he's pretty much at. Uh, Muff has 15 touchdowns this year on the ground, which is the second most behind Owen Hostetter from Santa Fe with 19. Uh, Reinhardt is tied for sixth uh, with 11 rushing touchdowns on the season. So he's right there with them. Um, two really impressive running backs, guys who run really hard. Uh, Reinhardt, I believe, has 904 all-purpose yards this year. They have about 300 yards a game, just all-purpose, um, which is the most by any non-quarterback so far this year. Uh, the next closest is... Parker Muff with 699. So um, it's him and Muff for pretty much the top guys. The other guys are a bunch of quarterbacks who can run and throw a little bit. But Reinhardt catching and passing, catching, catching and receiving, has been uh, one of the best all-purpose kind of dudes this season in eight-man football. 
Should be a lot of fun to see these two teams kind of go at it. Um, Aiden Gladstone and Landon Wells, both at quarterbacks for Worth County and King City, respectively, will have to have pretty important games because I think they're going to load the box a little bit and try to limit those two running backs as much as they can. But it kind of comes down to the line play for me a little bit with this. I give a slight edge to King City's line going into this one. I think King City's a little more battle-tested. They did play a healthy North Andrew team week one. Uh, for the most part, the North Andrew got banged up in that game, but they played a pretty much healthy North Andrew team week one. They played Stanbury in week three and held with them blow for blow. Uh, Worth County, on the other hand, uh, played South Holt week one, who's a decent team, but not in that level of uh, North Andrew and Stanbury. And then they've... Um, then last week they beat Albany. So I think Worth County is not quite as tested as King City is at this point this year. Um, I'm just going to lean towards King City to win this game, but it should be a fantastic football game. And I hope it goes up to the um, expectations we had for Stanbury King City. Because King City, if they want to win the conference, they have to win this game and hope Worth County beats Stanbury later in the year in week nine. That would get maybe some tri-champion um, action going on the GRC. Otherwise, two losses and King City's already out of the GRC race. Uh, before the halfway point in the year, which is just wild to think of uh, for a team that most of us thought would be a top-two team in the state going into the year. To already be out of the conference contention this early would be really um, really, really weird kind of this point of the season. And for Worth County, um, you have a chance to win this game that you're playing Stanbury for the outright title pretty much in Week 9 if you can get by North Andrew later in the year. So really exciting for this game. I'm going to roll with King City to win it, but I think it's going to be a great football game. Uh, up next, the... Atchison County Super Bowl, um, East EA at Rockport, four versus ten. And we've had this game in the past where both teams come in four and zero or four and zero and three and one. And you kind of get to the game and it's not close. Um, EA has kind of proven that despite their maybe softer schedule early on, uh, that there are really good teams to play this year. And it's soft because Southwest is down in week two. Usually they play Southwest and Southwold early in the year before they play Rockport, so they get a little more tested. I think Southwold's decent, but they haven't really been tested at this point for a close game, and I don't think they will this week either. Rockport, they've rolled through DeKalb, um, Concordia, Nottoway Valley, um, a Platte Valley team that was missing over half their stars due to COVID, and they've rolled to 4-0. And congratulations, they need to win all those games. They did what they needed to do, and you can only play the teams ahead of you. But at this point, they got uh, EA and King City the next two weeks, and I think they're going to hit a brick wall a little bit here. I hope they don't. hope it's a good game. Um, KMA will have the game on there. Trevor Mater will be broadcasting it. But uh, I just think EA is a different animal in 275 conference this year. I think they're going to roll in this one over their rivals in the county. Uh, Knox County at number six, North Shelby. Um, give me North Shelby in this one. I think Knox, they were healthy with Rylan Roberts there at quarterback. It might be more of a game. I just think North Shelby has just too many athletes across the board. Uh, so give me the Raiders in this one. Should be an interesting game. I'm interested to see how Knox County plays with them, though. If the game's close, it really kind of gives me an insight to see where North Shelby's really at this year. Um, I think North Shelby should win uh, by probably about 20 is what I'm going to go with in this one. Uh, so it should be interesting to see how that goes. Um, up next, uh, Northwest Hughesville at Oric, number seven Oric. This is a very interesting game in Hughesville, uh, two and two on the year. Losses to St. Paul Lutheran and North Shelby. I think they're a pretty good football team. Watched them last week, and they have a lot of pieces there. They have a good run defense. We'll see if they can stop down Blake Buchanan, who is a very good back there for Oric. Um, as I said earlier, set the state record for rushing touchdowns in a game. Um, let's see, where is he at in rushing yards? 
Blake Buchanan, 542, which is eighth best in the state right now. Uh, he made the full-time switch from quarterback to running back this past week. He's going to stay there until he early got Jackson Miller back. And I believe that um, Oric will win this football game. Should be a lot of fun in that one, though. I think it's going to be a back-and-forth game. But give me Oric with the advantage at home. <clears throat> number nine, Bishop LeBlanc. Number eight, Archie. I've kind of went back and forth in this game. This is a game I almost went to this past week. Um, just I think it's going to be a really interesting game to see these two teams kind of play. I know Archie got the best of LeBlanc last year up in St. Joe. I think they're going to do the same thing here down Archie. Maybe not the same way as it was last year. I think LeBlanc keeps it closer, but I think Archie is just a little bit better, better team at this point. Um, I think the whirlwinds are a pretty good team. So I'm going to take with them. And I'm not sure how healthy LeBlanc is either. That's one thing that really kind of puts a little stand on this game a little bit. I'm not sure how healthy the Golden Eagles are. I think Archie's a pretty good football team. Now we go to the non-conference games. Sorry, the non-ranked games. Uh, Rich Hill at Appleton City. Give me Rich Hill. Uh, Norburn Harden Central at Bramer. <clears throat> I went back and forth in this game a little bit. Um, I like what the Aggies did last week. A big win over Santa Fe. But something in my gut tells me Bramer in this one. I'm not sure what it is, but it's homecoming for them. I think it's going to be a very energetic crowd over there at Bramer. So I'm thinking the Bobcats to win a close game here. It should be a long, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game a little bit there between them and Norburn Harden Central. Um, but I think Bramer has a, some things starting to figure out, and the kids are starting to buy in and see some results. <coughs> Sorry, so give me Bramer to win over Norburn Harden Central. Good on the Wemo Liberal at Jasper. Uh, give me Jasper. No, both these are two and two, but the way they got there was completely different. Liberal, a couple blowout losses. Jasper's been very competitive in all four games. So give me the Eagles to win here at home. Uh, Greenfield at Lockwood. Two teams are both new to eight man this year. No, Greenfield was in the past. They're back this year. They're not the same team they were a few years ago. Lockwood does look pretty good. I actually gave Lockwood was one of my. I was one of voted Lockwood at number ten in my poll this week to give them some votes in the top ten. So give me Lockwood to beat Greenfield. <clears throat> Uh, Mound City at Norway Valley, the first iteration of this uh, rivalry game. I think Mound City wins. I think Norway Valley has some pieces, but I don't know if they can put it together for four quarters. Uh, they did it for about a quarter against Rockport and then fell apart. Uh, same thing might happen here against Mound City. I like Norway Valley. Uh, if they get James Herb back this week, that would really help. Um, I like the pieces of Blake Bohannon, Clay Hansen, and company. They got pieces there. It's just they got to put it all together. I'm not sure they're going to do it this week versus Mound City. <clears throat> Um, Albany Platte Valley, a very under the radar good game. Both teams are two and two. Um, I'm just kind of looking at their um, common opponent, Mound City. Um, Platte Valley beat Mound City by ten in week one, um, and then Albany beat Mound City last week by eight in a really back and forth ball game. Both teams are pretty similar in that, so I think these teams are pretty even. Um, I'm gonna lean Albany to get a win here, but. It should be a fantastic football game in this one. I think Platte Valley's trying to figure some things out. They're really buying into the system over there. Almost beat South Holt last week. I think Albany just a little better team at this point, though. Give me the Warriors in this one. Uh, North Andrew uh, rolls over St. Joe Christian. St. Paul Lutheran will roll over Keatsville. St. Paul Lutheran just outside the top 10, just behind Rockport for that 10 spot. And I think St. Paul Lutheran's a better team than Rockport personally. I'd have them, I believe, 9 or 8 in my rankings at this point. I think St. Paul Lutheran is a very good football team. Um, inside me in three and one, I would have them in my top ten fairly comfortably so far. Uh, Concordia at Santa Fe, um, interesting matchup. I'm going with Santa Fe though. I don't think they fall back to back weeks here. Um, I think Concordia can be able to put some points up here uh, with Tapmeyer and company. I don't know if they can stop Santa Fe enough. Santa Fe is going to be able to run the ball a little bit too much and too well on Concordia. Santa Fe has got some running backs. They got two guys over 600 yards this year. 
There's only four guys in the state with over 600 yards, and they have two of them. Uh, Parker Tymon and Owen Hostetter. Uh, Hostetter also has 19 rushing touchdowns, while Tymon has 12. Um, <clears throat> I believe they have – there's like four Hostetters over there. That's all I know of the Santa Fe team. <laughs> there's a Cole, there's an Owen, and I think there's a Landon. There's three of them over there, I believe. Um, and Owen right now is leading the state in rushing touchdowns with 19. So – um, he's fourth in yards and 613 yards. So very interesting team with Santa Fe. I do believe they beat Concordia in this one. Also a rivalry game, so pretty interesting without those schools being pretty close together as well. <clears throat> uh, KC East Christian at Schuyler County. Uh, we saw KC East Christian week one beat Norbert Harden Central um, in a close game. I think this is going to be another close game. Um, actually, KC East is actually 3-1 and one this year, and usually they're a team that struggles to win games, so maybe they're a little better this year. They have been in the past, but um, I think this is Schuyler County. One of their better chances are going to win this year. But I'm going to roll with KC East Christian. I think Skyler is a little ring below Norman Harden Central. Uh, so give me KC East to win a really low-scoring, close football game uh, there. Uh, DeKalb South Holt. <clears throat> um, South Holt. DeKalb is not very good. South Holt should have win there. Uh, Stewartsville Osborne at Southwest Livingston. I think it's a very interesting game. Um, and just kind of back and forth looking at these two teams. I kind of want to lean Stewartsville Osborne, but I'm going to take Southwest Livingston. Um, not going to pick against them in a game that's kind of 50 50 at this point. I've been picking against them a little bit this year, but they're down a little bit talent wise. But I believe they'll win here. Um, I just trust Holt and Ace up the front to get the job done versus Stewartsville and the other guys to kind of follow suit. So give me uh, Southwest Livingston to beat it. Stewartsville team is much improved than what it has been in the past. Okay, let's see how much time we have. Here yeah, we have plenty of time. <clears throat> so let's see here. Quick look at the standings here. Uh, we're not going to go to conference standings too much because conference standings, as, much, as good as they are, the district standings is what matters right now. Uh, so we District 1, right now it goes Archie 1, Drexel 2, Lockwood 3, Jasper 4, Liberal 5, Rich Hill 6, Greenfield 7, Appleton City at 9, and Osceola. Sorry, Appleton at 8, Osceola at 9. That's your rankings of District 1 right now. So, playoffs start today. You have Osceola and Appleton in the first round. Winner gets to play Archie. You'd have second round starting anybody else plays. Greenfield at Drexel. Rich Hill at Lockwood. And then Liberal at Jasper. I think there's pretty big differential between the top four teams and the rest of the state uh, district in this one. Uh, where Archie, Drexel, Lockwood, Jasper are kind of a step above everybody else in that district. <clears throat> district number two. Right now it goes number one, North Shelby. St. Paul Lutheran at two. Three is Knox County. Four is Santa Fe. Five is Norbert Hart. Sorry, five is Northwest Hughesville. Six is Norbert Harden Central. Seven Concordia. Schuyler County at eight and Keatsville at nine. So again, first round you have Schuyler County hosting Keatsville. Second round everybody else plays with the winner playing North Shelby. Uh, second round Concordia at St. Paul Lutheran. Uh, Norbert Harden Central at Knox, and then Santa Fe hosting Norbert Northwest Hughesville. I think things are going to shake up a little bit more in this district as it goes on. Um, I believe the top four teams will probably be North Shelby, Lutheran, Knox, and Hughesville, with Santa Fe sliding into that five spot. Their schedule down the stretch is very tough uh, for the Chiefs. And if they, find, if they slide into that five spot and the Aggies are at six, you can see the Aggies jumping them due to the head-to-head. They just got over Santa Fe. Um, the three district number three right now, one Oric two LeBlond three King city, and then a big drop off four to, to Pattonsburg five is Bramer and the two way tie for six between Northland Christian and Southwest Livingston 
followed by Stewartsville Osborne at 8, the Cab at 9, and St. Joe Christian at 10. So in this one, the way I have it kind of set up right now, um, I just kind of put an alphabetical. So it would be 7 versus 10. So Southwest Livingston hosting St. Joe Christian in round 1 with Stewartsville Osborne hosting DeKalb. The winner of Southwest and St. Joe Christian would play Bishop LeBlanc. The winner of Stewartsville Osborne DeKalb would play Oric. Everyone else, you'd have Northland Christian at King City. Um, sorry. Yeah, Northland Christian at King City and Bramer at Pattonsburg. Go to district number four. Right now it goes East Ashton, North County tied at one. Rockport at three, Stanbury four, Little Drop to, Sta- to Platte Valley at five, North Andrews six, Albany seven, Mound City eight, South Holt nine, Nottoway Valley at ten. And that's why that Albany-Platte Valley game is really important. Uh, for seeding right now, Albany has a head-to-head over Mound City. They could possibly get one over Platte Valley here as well. South Holt has the head-to-head over Platte Valley. So a couple things that, that can shake out here. A lot of these teams are still going to play each other later in the season. Um so we'll see what happens there. But right now, it would be Nottoway Valley at Albany with the winner playing Worth County. And then South Holt at Mound City with the winner playing East Atchison. Everyone else, you'd have North Andrew at Rockport and Platte Valley at Stanbury. Um, this district can be tough. I mean, EA, Worth County, Stanbury, North Andrew as uh, your top four teams. South Holt and Rockport right there at five and six probably for me. Going forward with Platte Valley in there as well. It's just a kind of tough. There's, I mean, Nottoway Valley is the worst team in this district right now. And I don't think they're terrible. So <clears throat> really tough district there as well. So, yeah, that's what we have for you so far. Um, there are still nine undefeated teams in Archie, LeBlanc, who played this week, Drexel, EA, North Shelby, Rockport, who plays EA, Worth County, who plays King City, um, Oric, and Stanbury. So and Oric is a tough game versus Northwest Hughesville. So we have nine right now. We'll have – no more than seven after this week. <clears throat> so at least two teams will drop off from the unranks uh, with as many as four could drop off uh, this week. So we'll have anywhere from five to seven undefeated teams going in to week number uh, six. So very interesting things going on right now in eight-man football. Uh, winless teams still. Um, Osceola, Appleton, Concordia, DeCab, Keatsville, St. Joe Christian, and Schuyler County. So still seven teams without a win. Um, I know Osceola Alpson will play later this year. Um, other than that, all those other teams have some tough uphill road to possibly get a win this year. So we'll see what happens in those games. So that's what we have for you guys this week. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Missouri Eight Man Football. Also on Instagram. Um, that's all I really got for you guys this week. It's pretty straightforward in week four. Uh, week five, there's a lot of interesting games that kind of go back and forth. Um, also, you guys can check out the stats. I have them all updated as of Wednesday night. Everything that's been posted on Max Preps were sent to me as well. Um, Coaches are doing a great job sending those in. I think we have right around 30 of the 38 teams, I believe, now giving me stats. Uh, Lockwood joined the fray this week. So thank you to the coaches down there for getting me the stats and everything. Um, and if you guys enjoy this week, it uh, should be a lot of fun. We're halfway through the season at this point. Um, and if you guys want to see the stats, they're all updated and everything. They're good to go on that one. I'm not going to go through them all. Um, in this format. So it should be a lot of fun. Uh, stay tuned for the broadcast on Friday night. We'll go live about 6.50, 6.55 from King City for Worth County, King City, uh, number five versus number two. Um, I'll say this right now in week six. Um, I think Archie and Drexel will both win. If they both do, we will be going to Drexel for Archie at Drexel. It should be a top 10 Wemo matchup for the conference title <clears throat> um, in week six. 
I'm not even sure what the games um, next week would even rival that. Kind of looking ahead to the schedule. Um, um, let's see here. Not that one. Not that. Rockport playing King City. That one won't be as good as Archie Drexel. Um, North Andrew Stanbury is always a good game as well. I think North Andrew getting healthy. Oric Worth County as well. So there's a few good games next week as well. I think Oric Worth County is probably the second best game, especially of both teams. If Oric wins this week, I think it's a really good game next week. Uh, the team's battling for a top seven ranking kind of deal. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. And we're getting to the nitty-gritty, nitty guys. I mean, if you look at the schedules for a lot of these teams coming forward, um, for example, LeBlonde, they have still Archie this week, Northwest Hughesville in Week 9. Um, other important teams, Drexel. They got Archie next week. They still got Jasper and St. Paul Lutheran on their schedule. Last, so three of their last four weeks pretty interesting there for Drexel. EA, they still got... Uh, Rockport this week, Mound City, Stanbury, Platte Valley still on their schedule. So a lot of big games for EA coming up. Jasper, I think they've gotten through a lot of their hard games. They still have Drexel coming up in week eight. So uh, another big game for them coming up. King City, uh, they get Worth County this week, Rockport next week, Albany week eight. So their hard part of their schedule is pretty much done at this point. Their out-of-conference schedule is not great uh, this season. <clears throat> um Let's see here. North Andrew, they got some tough games coming up here with Stanbury and Albany and Worth County in three straight weeks from weeks six, seven, eight. So they got three tough games uh, coming up here on their schedule. They can stay healthy. Um, North Shelby, they got North County this week. And then week seven, eight, they have at Stanbury versus Oric. So a couple of interesting games there for the Raiders to get them battle-tested going into the postseason. <clears throat> uh, Northwest Hughesville, <clears throat> they got Oric this week. They close their schedule with Santa Fe. Sorry, at Concordia, Santa Fe, at Norman Harden Central versus LeBlanc. So I think there's two toss-up games there with Oric and LeBlanc. They probably should be the other three teams, but we'll see uh, at that point. <clears throat> Oric, so they got Worth County, they got Hughesville, they got North Shelby, and they got Santa Fe left. So they got some interesting games. So as you can see, these teams are going to be playing some good teams down the stretch. Uh, to kind of see that Rockport, they got EA and King City the next two weeks. The last two weeks they have at South Holton versus Mountain City, so we'll see where they kind of stand out these next four or five weeks. Uh, St. Paul Lutheran, um, they get the last – they got Keatsville this week, and they finish with Santa Fe, Lockwood, at Drexel – sorry, at Knox, then versus Drexel. So the last four weeks are very interesting for St. Paul Lutheran to see where they kind of rank uh, with teams as well. Uh, South Holt, they're going to pretty light in the stretch. DeCab, Stewartsville, Mountain City, Rockport. Nottoway Valley, the Mount Scene Rockport game is both interesting there for South Holt to see if they can get to that second place in the conference kind of deal. Um, and Worth County and Stanbury. I'll uh, go Worth County first. Uh, King City, Oric at Pattonsburg, and then versus North Andrew and Stanbury in the season. Um, that's a tough stretch there. Four of your last five games um, are either against top 10 teams, uh, usually top five ish teams. And then North Andrew, I believe, is close to a top 10 team when healthy. Uh, when they're when healthy, they're a top 10 team. They're not. They've been getting back to healthy at this point. And then Stanbury, they got Pattonsburg this week, and their last four weeks is a murderer's row. North Andrew, North Shelby, at EA, at Worth County. If they get through that undefeated, they are by far the state leaders uh, to win state because they'll just beaten three straight top five teams in the year kind of deal with North Shelby, EA, Worth County, with a good North Andrew team as well. That would be much um, a lot of credit to them if they were looking at that stretch. Um, unscathed so that's all i got for you guys this week hope you guys enjoyed this follow us on friday night we'll have all the scores and updates we'll have the scoreboard going on as well 
um, and check out after the game. Anthony and I are going to try to do something for a post-game, kind of a recap of where we're at in the season so far. So thank you guys for listening. You guys have a good rest of your week, and let's enjoy some Friday on football. Football night for well, – let's enjoy a Friday night of football. Wow. Podcast is not even on a high note, but we'll see how it goes. Um, thanks, everybody. You guys have a good rest of your week.